Welcome back, campers, to the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. And no, this is not a Total Drama episode. We are talking about Camp Rock 2, the final jam here on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. And let me introduce myself. I am someone who loves cheese on pizza, on homemade quesadillas, but in all aspects. I don't think it smells like feet to me. It is the Brazilian Dragon himself, Felipe, and I am not alone. You know we're talking about Camp Rock, so we gotta have our one and only Tess Tyler hater. <laughs> uh miss tiktok nicole how are you doing nicole feels great to be back when you said nicole want to do the sequel to camp rock i said we can't we can't back down not Not right right not right now hell no not right now i had to come back but to set the record straight i was saying that tess tyler was the MVP of the last movie. So that's why I was given her the designation of having charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Um, unfortunately, we see a lot less of her in this movie, but I've always been a Tess Tyler stan and Megan Martin stan as well. She's yeah, where is absolutely she slaying. England. Like, England? Is she married? Is she like living a private life? She got married to some English dude and now she resides in London. So since we last spoke on the topic of Camp Rock, which let me just, uh, we released our Camp Rock podcast May 31st, 2020. So it's been over a year, two years now. That's um, disturbing. Yes. Look at our growth, Nicole. <laughs> I don't even have like, what's it called? Like, that's crazy. Back then I was like drinking in my parents' house. I didn't have a job. Oh my goodness. The growth. Yes. Remember the pandemic, which we're still in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The growth um, but... of me, you, and your mustache. <laughs> Not this drag. Hey, if Nick Jonas can do it, I feel like I can do it. No, we're celebrating growth. Yes. Um, so anyways, uh, since the last time we spoke, uh, I feel like TikTok has gotten bigger and bigger, which has always been your brand. But this cast, between the Jonas Brothers, Allison Stoner, Anna Marie Perez de la Taglia, I think that's her name. Queen. Uh, Anna Maria Perez, De, De Toggle, uh, they're all like big on TikTok. Um, Demi has uh, had uh, has come out as non-binary. So last time we talked, I was like, Felipe, Nicole, stop misgendering Demi. And I was like, wait. <laughs> um, and just uh, like a lot of growth for these people in the last few years. The Jonas Brothers, uh, multiple children now between all of them. Uh, yeah, time has been weird for the Camp Rock universe. Yeah, I don't even know if Priyanka was in the picture back then. Yeah, crazy shit. They, they had a roast since then. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch oh, that? I did not watch it. I watched clips on... I I, I saw Sophie Turner killing it. Um, uh, that, But, like, as expected. Yeah. Even recently, Joe Jonas uh, put out a TikTok where he's just walking down the street with his headphones in. Some guy comes up to him and he's like, what are you listening to? And he's like, Allison Stoner on Camp Rock. And it's that... <laughs> Do, 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 do. she's yeah. really good yes uh i we can talk more about it at the end but i think there, there's room for a camp rock three if you get the jonas brothers and caitlin maybe like i don't know if demi would do it but you could still like figure it out and do like a next generation camp rock movie with i feel like 
maybe Allison Stoner would show up. Hmm. Who knows? I mean, I Allison know. Stoner could probably use the the payday. I feel like the I Jonas like Brothers are doing fine. Yeah, Demi's doing fine. Megan yeah. Martin, I think, is in retirement. Like, I feel well, like all of Joe the Jonas would characters. definitely come back based on Joe the Jonas? TikToks he makes. I okay. Think. I feel okay. like Joe Jonas would be down. He'd be like, "This this world is so fun. I want to be in this world again." Like he's talking, he's writing songs about having sex on the beach these days. You think Disney's gonna have him back? I mean, uh, they they did get a lot of boom after the yeah. Olivia Rodrigo Joshua Bassett <laughs> stuff, and that's yeah, like Olivia. Rodrigo's dropping f bombs in her songs. No, valid, and you and if people don't know what I'm talking about, well, that's what Cake by the, the Ocean is about. Yeah. yeah, no, Cake by the Ocean is about getting railed in the sand. You're welcome. <laughs> Nicole here is here for the education. I'm breaking um, down anything that's even slightly nuanced. I'm here yes. for you. Speaking of nuance, uh, my excitement is not going to be nuanced for one. Georgina Farlow. Do we want to talk about her as like the headline since we have covered Big Brother? On this podcast network no seeing georgina farlow aka the gorgeous radiant and beautiful arissa cox was iconic as always i can't believe she didn't get a higher billing for this she yeah. should be in more parts of this movie even though it sounds like the final jam camp wars edition was put together overnight arissa came and she served and yeah. she slayed her assignment and, and i think my memory um, was that she, she killed didn't it didn't have she was just like the tv presenter but no she had like a couple scenes no yeah like, she like knew axel turner whatever the hell his name is like yeah. she knew character she knew gossip and tea like she, she was, was spilling and she was there for the mess she was like listen i love big brother uh <laughs> even though this film before bb can ever was a twinkle in her eye uh, she's like, I want to manipulate the situation. I want to cause a little chaos. Brown and Axel, let's let's like get you to target each other. <laughs> no, like literally shenanigans. No, it's giving season one Big Brother Canada when somebody forgot to vote for vote accidentally didn't vote for Gary. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Crazy, uh, bo- crazy boots. Uh, so, what is your history with Camp Rock too? We talked about your history with Camp Rock in the first one, but just to reset, like also in case people are new to the Brazilian Dragon podcast. We have a Camp Rock podcast out there from two years ago, but what's your history with the Camp Rock franchise, Nicole? So I loved Camp Rock. I didn't love it as much as High School Musical. I feel like High School Musical came out at the perfect time in my childhood where I was like peak Disney stan, whereas Camp Rock 2 came out like as that uh, fandom was waning. And then Camp Rock 2 came out at the point where I was like, wow, it's 2010. Like I'm in middle school. I'm too cool for this. Too cool by Tess Tyler. Can you believe? Yes. It? But um, I did. I did watch Camp Rock too when it came out. Um, I watched it live the night it premiered. But I don't think I rewatched it as many times as I've seen Camp Rock. Yeah, I feel like no, I've seen Camp, Camp Rock like fifteen times. Camp Rock is definitely more of a standout for me. I definitely. I don't know if I saw it the night it premiered, or you know how Disney Channel used to do like a weekend premiere where it would like be on the friday night and then like the saturday they would do like a marathon and Mm -hmm. like they would air it and then i feel like it was like camp rock then here's camp rock to the final jam and then sunday would be camp rock to the final jam with the trivia pieces that they would like little little Uh, pop-up bubbles pop-up edition you had to be there if you know you know and if you missed it i'm sorry the girls i get to get the girls i don't don't (laughs) exactly uh nicole what are you drinking that looks delicious it looks like an iced tea this is a lime arita Ooh. I was feeling spicy. I was on my walk home today and I was so, feeling thirsty. 
and I said, "It's a hot girl summer. You got to." It is a hot girl summer, you know. And this is very delicious and hydrating at a low cost of three dollars. So thank you to my local bodega. Love you, girl. Uh, okay, so the camp counts. They become camp counselors in this movie. How much underage drinking do you think happens at Camp Rock? They seem so focused on the task at hand True. here that I feel like in years past, years past, years, years past. past. <laughs> oh my god, I went full Midwest as if I was like the Camp Rock counselor. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Suddenly they're stalked by all Midwestern um, folk singers, but. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there had to be some underage drinking in years past, but when the future of the camp is at stake, I wouldn't yeah. be messing around, you know? Yeah. No, Mickey won't even go on a moonlight picnic, let alone, like, whatever comes after the moonlight picnic. No, that's the, Mitchie, by the ocean. Why was Mitchy running the camp like a McDonald's? Like, I don't know. Like, she was running it like she These was, like, like a literally CITs, like, at best. Yeah, barely in training they were just put on the job the first day because they had no choice yeah they were like we have budget cuts let's like uh take child labor um laws out of the practice and just like have these children run summer camp but it's for the greater good of the camp they're trying to keep rock alive so i wrote this summary of camp rock in the poster recaps discord last night because i was like you know what i have a take and I don't know how it started, but I was like, I saw Brooklyn Zed posting something in there. And I was like, Brooklyn Zed, I feel like would enjoy Camp Rock. So this is my summary of Camp Rock 2. I watched a quote uh, from last night at 11.05 Pacific time. Uh, I just rewatched a phenomenal anti-capitalist musical that also happens to celebrate creativity and self-expression. Anti-capitalism? I, I feel like it's anti-industry, like industry, anti-like, uh, like the... Okay. the like, you know how at the end, like, they bought the show? Like, like I feel like that, that was an like anti-capitalist. Like, that is, like, a stretch. Okay. <laughs> it was a stretch. But I think I was I was pitching to Brooklyn Zed, who is the president of the anti-capitalism club. I feel um, like it's more anti-establishment rather than yes, anti-capitalism. You're right. I, but. It's more pro-rock and roll than it is anti-anything. Yeah. It's, it's pro-music it's coming from the soul. How many songs in the Camp Rock franchise are about, like, music? in general uh there's play my music there's uh we rock uh we have heart and soul in this movie uh oh this is our song <laughs> how many camp rock songs have like a na 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 or a do 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 too goddamn many it's like they're paying these songwriters full salaries can't they give us songs without yeah. filler words before we get into the plot itself like in terms of the music do you think this is like, how do you feel about the music of this movie? Because for me, Camp Rock, maybe it's the nostalgia factor. Like, the original just has so many more bangers. Original has better, better songs, but integration of music into the actual movie yes. is, is so much better. Like, Very they're doing full-out scenes. Like, when they're singing Brand New Day in the beginning, and they have, like, a drone, and they're doing matching choreography. I'm like, this is a full-out musical, whereas when I watch Camp Rock the original because i watched that um last week just to prep to get myself in the mindset for yeah. this podcast i was like wow some of these songs are just random as hell like they're just singing to sing whereas here they're singing to advance the plot and i can respect that as a cinephile i don't remember where i saw it probably tiktok um someone or it could have been twitter but someone was like camp rock is different than like a high school musical or a lemonade or not a lemonade or a teen beach because like they actually sing the songs but it's not a musical like there's exactly no, it, it's not a musical 
because people just like perform out there wild and kind of like glee um Mm -hmm. so speaking of glee is on disney plus slay Uh, happy pride month is it happy pride um um, so yeah no that was i i think there there could be an argument that camp rock 2 has higher highs musically for me i think wouldn't change a thing is like one of the best songs in the history of disney channel oh Um, absolutely like when i remember that that song is about them disagreeing about how much effort they should be putting into saving Camp Rock. I was taken aback. I almost tweeted that, but I need to save that take for this podcast because that's so ridiculous. They're singing, we're like fire and rain. Yeah. And it's about, oh, I want to like hold hands with my girlfriend and snog with her. <laughs> Not the British slang. Nicole got Megan Markle on the mind and she's, like, <laughs> she's snogging in England. Um, I'm thinking about Lilibet's birthday. Yes. Uh, no, that that song is uh, uh, that's such a great song. And I told you right before we recorded, uh, there's a Brazilian version, and I was like, "Oh, does Joe Jonas sing in Portuguese?" And no, I look it up, and it's a, a dual, like half English, half Portuguese song. Um, and I don't know, that might be on my Spotify playlist later. <laughs> um, but like, there are some like introducing me lives rent free in my head. Oh, amazing song. And we'll get to it when we get there. Yeah. But like, absolutely. But then I think slay. this also has lower lows than the first one. Like mm, some of the like, Camp mean, Star songs. Yeah, yeah, you're valid for that. Like Even, some even of the, the things, Camp Rock yeah. Final Jam song. like So the, boring. Yeah. No so wonder boring. they lost. <laughs> no, no, we got to talk. We'll talk about it. Okay. Do you want to get into the plot or do you have any other preamble? Oh, oh you, your history with Camp Rock, just like to a quick summary, I guess. Like I mean, besides the Camp Rock too, you you were just a Camp Rock girl. You were a Disney Channel gal. I was a Disney Channel gal. I like Nickelodeon as well, but I don't think I rewatch Camp Rock two as much as I rewatch Camp Rock one. Yeah. So yeah. getting into the plot, I was like, damn, there's some things here that I should have questioned more as a child. But what were, were you just like aware of the Camp Rock two? Were you just like so excited opening night, or were you just kind of going through the motions? You were like, oh, Camp Rock two is on, but you were kind of phasing out. I was like, yeah, I was in middle school at the time. It was like just starting seventh grade for me. It wasn't like really like the top of my priority list. I was more interested in like drinking UV blue, like behind a barn somewhere. Classic Nicole. Classic me. Uh, Yeah. Introducing Uh, me. (laughs) I like to drink behind the barn on the farm in the EIEIO. You got to rewrite the song, but instead of Nick Jonas. Uh, isms you got to do Nicole TikTok Nicole isms like oh my god I and like I hate... posting family feud and bullying the old dudes on Twitter and the TikTok and the Instagram and if you have long conversations in the bathroom I'll genocide you <laughs> Nicole <laughs> if you follow my tweets you'll know what I'm talking about um uh, yeah just to quick give a quick background I want I my first introduction to Disney Channel as a whole was um when I went to Disney World with my family when I was 10, it was summer vacation and Camp Rock had come out that summer. Wow. So it was very big and they had a music trivia at the hotel uh, for like Disney music trivia. And that was my first introduction to we rock, we rock on. Um, and then so they would also show like Sweet Life of Zach and Cody and Phineas and Ferb on the TV in the morning when we'd have breakfast, uh, like in the cafeteria. So then I was like, oh my God, these shows are fun. I'm going to go watch them at home. And I did. And that was also the Disney Channel games. And Camp Rock was very much integral to my introduction to the Disney Channel world. Um, but by the time Camp Rock 2, the final jam came out, I was kind of like, 
phasing out. It was three years later. Like I watched mm. it. I watched Good Luck Charlie, but that was like the end of my Disney Channel era. Like Starstruck, I think was also that year. Yeah, um, I've never seen I never Starstruck. I never Team Beach, which Maddie G is firing a tweet right now at me. And maybe you, I don't know if you've ever Team Beach. Um, uh, Descendants I've never done, but mm. definitely plan to. I didn't even realize that you weren't like watching Disney Channel from like birth like me. I feel like I've been I watching TV. I was more of a Nickelodeon kid. Nickelodeon wow. Cartoon Network was more of my jam. Like Timmy Turner, Jimmy Neutron, Danny Phantom. Those I also had a called that show D- Timmy Turner. It wasn't yeah, really out there. It was like, Timmy Turner. Not to like gender networks because gender is a social construct, but I do think like for a younger boy, Nickelodeon might have been more captivating than Disney Channel because like even the cartoons was like Kim Possible, uh, like she was a star, and then like that's a Raven, Hannah Montana. It was like more I think aimed towards women or young girls maybe in terms of the marketing, but like later when I was ten, I was like, gender is a social construct. I can like girly things, except I wouldn't. Okay, woke. It. 10 year old Felipe. I would have definitely said that. Yeah, yeah. uh, Wrestling. (laughs) Like, manly man. Felipe grows a mustache one time. Yeah. And this is how he starts talking. Handy Manny. That was that was the Disney Channel I was familiar with because my brother, like, wait, no, you can relate because doesn't he have a doesn't he have a hammer named Felipe? Yes. Why was that hammer sexy as fuck? That hammer, the yellow one. It was so sexy. We should do a we should do a podcast of Nicole ranking inanimate characters on their sexiness. Not like, believe all the tools from Handy Manny. <laughs> um, like uh, maybe the dragons from Dragon Tales. Bruh, no, you I know can't judge them. They're really minors. Do with you They're minors. Day? I want to do a cartoon himbo podcast talking about like top ten cartoon himbos with you. I'll start collecting a list. Johnny yes. Bravo, though you're not Fred. safe. Fred, you're not safe either. Get ready to be objectified. <laughs> Love it. Anyways, uh, shall we get into the plot of the movie? Of course. Uh, so we start off. Um, it's been one year since Camp Rock. Uh, let's just first talk about like Mitchie's new look because in the first one, Mitchie had bangs. Tess Tyler did not, and then this year they switched it to more of Demi Lovato's <laughs> look at this time. Is what they were kind of going with is the Sunny with a Chance look. That's hilarious. I didn't even realize I swapped hairstyles. I yeah. love that Demi Lovato, she just went to CVS, found the bo- the black box dye, and just put it in her hair. No highlights, no lowlights. She just did it herself. Exactly. It's, it's, it just is very, an interesting look. I know she carries it into Sunny with a Chance. But yeah, that hair, no dimension at all. It's kind of crazy. No dimensionality. But uh, in terms of the men of this movie, uh, the Jonas Brothers were like, what was this hair? Uh, and Kevin and, and Joe changed their hairstyle. So much better. I feel like Kevin yes. really was struggling. Um, I feel like Kevin's really got a personality clowning. also in this movie, like in addition to like just being dumb. Like they got, all like, got personalities. What was up with that? Yeah. I thought Nicole they were Mid- not supposed to talk at all. They're supposed yeah. to be NPCs. <laughs> but n- Tess Tyler had to become one, so other people had to get their stories. Mm. It's all good. Yeah. So Mitchie is arriving with my queen, Connie Torres. Uh, Connie, Maria Canales Barrera, like the Latina matriarch of the Disney Channel. I can't um, believe she was both Demi and Selena's mom. Yes, and then she should have been in Princess Protection Program, too, if we're talking about it. She should have been both their moms. That's so funny. I can't believe I forgot about that. Of course she was there. She needed to collect her money and pass go. <laughs> yes. 
but she she arrives and uh, she's been texting Shane all year, but they still really don't know each other that well. Um, but they're excited to see each other. And everyone is friends. Uh, we see Peggy and Anna Marie Perez de Toggle. I forget her character's name. Um, and uh, we see Caitlin. Uh, and Tess is there too, and she's kind of shy. She's like, oh, you didn't care about my year? And they were like, well, you were posting about it all year on Tumblr. Um, like, Ugh, How relevant joke for 2010, isn't it? Yeah. So we get we get everyone back at Camp Rock, including Connect 3, and they're on a bus, and they are trying to fix a tire, and they got this, this uh, bouncer security guard guy who's just sitting there, and they're kind of bullying him, and Kevin has the bolt in his pocket, and the <laughs> bus flips over into the lake. The budget they spent on this scene, I remember they were, there was a commercial for Camp Rock and this part was specifically in that scene. And then when I watched the movie, I was like, damn, the budget went to watching the bus flip over, which has no consequences for really the rest of the movie. The only good thing about this scene is that um, we get to see the Jonas Brothers IRL bodyguard that was like in all of their YouTube videos back in the day. He even raps on burning up like that was who played the, the dude on the bus with them. It's yeah, like yeah, he's like one of the, the Jonas Brothers posse people. Yeah, like, I don't know his name, through. but he definitely does the ham and cheese dance like nobody else. There's security guard. Let me find his name. Uh, Big Rob. Big Rob. Yeah, because he was on the Jonas uh, show. Like, mm. also, yeah. Also, you yeah. know who else was in this movie? The bonus Jonas. Don't even get me started on how much I hate Frankie Jonas. Ooh, we'll get we'll get to a section on Frankie Jonas later. Uh, uh, I, I you research. got me started though. You got okay, me go started. Off, go off, queen. No, it's just that like, ugh, I hate Nepo babies. Like he added something to this movie, but like to the general world, like when he was having his moment last year, it was so annoying. I'm glad that moment is over. I was doing some research. I was like, what else has he been in? Because I remember he was like popping up. He was like, he also grew a mustache, and you got it. Like he he was living that like. uh socal uh queer hipster vibes if i had to like specify uh what he was giving me uh but then i saw that he and charlie d'amelio and addison ray like all got in some controversy over scientology so what frankie did was he showed up to a little hollywood party and then gave everybody a scientology necklace and said hold this and smile and you know what? There was a trend going around on TikTok recently where people were passing around sunglasses and smiling, or they'd be passing around a stuffed animal and smiling. So they just thought, oh, we're passing around this necklace and smiling. Nope. Scientology. I'm surprised none of them are dead. But thanks, Frankie Jonas, for throwing them under the bus like that. Do you know if uh, the regular Joe Bros still talk to the bonus Jonas? I mean, why wouldn't they? They're all related. Yeah, They're all true. besties. I mean, they didn't talk to Nick for a year. Because they all know Nick is the hottest. From watching this okay, movie, thank you, thank you. I could I conclude like, that definitively that Nick was the hottest from this movie, even though he thinks cheese smells like feet. But I guess that means more cheese for me. Yeah, um, exactly. Like, no, Nick. I've always been in the rankings. Nick was number one. Um, mm. I feel like it's always Joe versus Nick. There's no Kevin debate, but except for Danielle. Danielle Jonas knows that Kevin is her favorite. Danielle Jonas knows where the money is and i'm proud of her for it yeah um yeah i'm firmly on team nick sound off in the comments if you're team joe or team nick um but yeah so uh, we get this song uh brand new day because uh that's we need to kick off with an opening number 
uh, and it's the whole camp, but primarily Mitchie. Uh, so we get that, and right as they end, Connect Three arrive on this uh, truck full of hay, and Kevin had tied Joe's shoes together, and Joe had, I mean Shane, sorry, Shane had a chicken on his head. Um, I was going to say, how dare you disrespect rock star Shane Gray. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, what did you think of the song Brand New Day? I thought like, wow, I can't believe Tess is singing backup. That's so crazy <laughs> and, and unlike her. That's, that's yeah. Unlike and some Tess. Of, yeah, and the, some of this choreography looked like they were all walking with wedgies. Like, you know that little shimmy move they yeah. do? It was giving, I am wearing the wrong size underpants. Yeah, so since the last time we talked about Camp Rock, I have worked in, like, on set. And so I was just, like, thinking about how this movie was, like, filmed. And, like, I could definitely tell, like, this was filmed in multiple days. Like, you could tell, like, some of the things. Um, Or, like, it felt like it was at least a two-day, like, number, if Mm -hmm. not more. So uh, it's a brand new day. Uh, I will say, a bop. One of the songs that I was more familiar with coming into this movie. Because, like I said, the the Camp Rock original soundtrack, I got every number. Uh, Mm -hmm. But this one was a little, there were some sleeper hits that I was like, oh, I forgot about this song. Um, like i feel like you know the song um what time is it summertime from high school musical 2 yeah. it's that opening number but it's not going to be the best song but you're going to remember it like if exactly. you're thinking about camera 2 you're like yeah uh, that's one of the songs but it doesn't really have that yeah re-watch. it's no camp back yeah. down it's no it's on it's no fire and rain wouldn't change a thing yeah it's yeah. lyrically not like those girls but yeah. she's in the same but neighborhood it's a good- party song it's like a good start the party kind of jam. yeah they're cousins but not but sisters. not start 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 the party come start on, the come party on, oh my where, gosh where did lola go i don't know and it's making me very upset maybe yeah. she was a counselor last year that's why she was showing off maybe uh roshan fagan got a little more to do this movie but very little i saw him i mean he got a first and name. last name yeah sander and then the other guy that uh i don't remember his name but he deserved more as well, so yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we get Axel Turner introduction because uh, he is Brown's former friend, band member, um, and across the way, Camp Star has opened, um, and he runs Camp Star. And we'll find out that Camp Star is very focused on creating the next superstar. What is this, American Idol? I mean, he's the founder of star records as tess yes. says very loudly on the microphone as if she's not mic'd up at all in front of a huge audience and brown like, yes thanks for the support tess <laughs> yeah. nah, um, tess has like never shown loyalty in her life why should she start now i mean she got it from her mother oh 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 damn don't you i will fit a roxy edges joke but we're not gonna go there not the bus stop <laughs> um but then uh yeah so they're they get invited and we find we get introduced to trevor aka bonus jonas who is filming everything um and jason is bonding with him uh because he's a junior rocker and uh he drops the camera in the water and in my first watch then uh jason will show up like he's all drenched later i'm like why did you how did you get wet they didn't push you in the water and i completely did not hear the line that you have to swim for it yeah, so I think it's cute that IRL Kevin and Frankie are having a little beef. It's that classic oldest sibling, youngest sibling beef. Just some of it felt kind of out of place. Like I enjoyed like the idea that the younger campers should get involved, but there were no junior campers in Camp Rock One. Like, why are we inventing new plot devices? 
I mean, we gotta expand the world of the universe. <laughs> Not me. Yeah, no, Nicole wants a very centralized story. Three characters, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get rid of uh, Jason, Kevin, and Nate while you're at it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so we find out that Campstar is very focused on industry growth, and we'll find out more in a bit. Um, this is kind of the thesis of the movie. Campstar is for people who want to be successful. Camp Rock is for people who want to celebrate and create and have fun. And want to be poor, <laughs> evidently. And yeah. not successful and yeah. losers. I mean, not gonna lie, if I was a camper at Camp Rock, no matter how much I love Camp Rock, I probably would jump to Camp Star because if they're doubling the salary, summer camp salaries are shit. So I was gonna say, why does it matter where Tess goes? She can afford literally anything, and then I realized she'd probably be a camper. Because she would never imagine her being a counselor at Camp Rock. She'd be telling all of the girls where they need to lose weight, and like she'd be getting <laughs> like people calling like the cops on her for abuse yeah tess tyler would not be a good counselor um do you think that's where they came up with like oh we want to make them summer camp counselors but tess can't be here like she would believe yeah. they're scrambling to come up with like a new way to explain like how to have tess in the movie because they already paid megan martin like a down payment for this so yeah. they're like how can we involve her okay we'll make her a traitor because that yeah. follows everything else of her character making her disloyal yeah, I feel like she had an arc in the first movie, and then here, like, we kind of, like, reset her. Um, but... Yeah, like I said earlier, she was basically an NPC, this whole whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> I um, mean, she was beefing, but, yeah. Yeah, she had a role near the end, but uh, basically, uh, like, she was completely gone for the middle of the movie. Mm. Um, so we get, we get Luke's song, Fire, which, not gonna lie, I did not remember coming into this, uh, I, wh- what I noticed with Luke's numbers is I felt like there was a lot, and even a couple of the bigger numbers, the big production numbers, there was a lot of bad lip syncing. Mm. And it kind of stressed me out. Yeah, no, a lot of the lip syncing in this movie, yeah. if you look at Demi Lovato, she'll be, they'll be doing full lip sync siblings. Mitchie, yes. Mitchie, she will yeah. be doing full, like, doing syllables with their mouth. And, yeah. like, you're not supposed to be doing syllables. You're and saying no the word, like, like heaven. There's only one sil- two syllables, and you're yeah. going ha da da And there's there's a lot of like zero face acting going on in some of the songs. Like I feel like it's just kind of robotic. Yeah. Like they're dancing, but they're not really emoting. And I felt like that was very prevalent in like the Camp Star songs um, specifically. Mm. Uh, but I enjoyed this character. Uh, I thought he was fun, and I like love seeing like a black man getting to have a role in this universe. No, M. Dot Finley. I wish we could see him in more things. He was so talented. I thought this yeah. song was fun, but memorable. It was not. Yeah, it's uh, it's not like I couldn't sing it to you right now. And I maybe I'll. I'm giving you the, the fire. fire. Okay, thank you for now this. Now coming down. My pussy's burning. <laughs> Nicole really is like M. Dot Finley. Let's please put you in more things. Yes, <laughs> like. I'm coming up um, with new verses for him. Axel Turner could literally never. Yeah, but we also get to meet Dana, who flicks her wrists, and the bracelet yeets off there, scratches poor baby Nick Jonas in the eye. Her what name's Dana? Every time I saw her, I was like, oh, Chloe Bridges, that's yeah, Adam Devine's Adam wife. wife. Yeah, Slay. She's so beautiful and gorgeous. I was like, damn, I can't believe she has to be this 
ugly, terrible villain son because I want to see her and Nick Jonas make out with both of their beautiful pillow lips. Well, yeah. are they mi- they're minors? I can't say that. I mean, you could have you could put yourself in the seventh grade Nicole shoes. Yeah, no, and when I, was I don't in think that's like problematic. Grade, I was like, make out, make out, make out, because that's the like all lips. I could picture. Yeah, with their pillow lips. Yeah, they both um, have great that, lips. That... Well, go back and watch it, and then argue with a wall. <laughs> Not argue with the wall, Nicole. <laughs> is that what cements Nick over Joe for you? The pillow lips. Yeah, and the diabetes. It makes. <laughs> Oh no, because like he what's the god has a, he's Nicole, has a struggle. Like, Nick Jonas, let me be your make a wish girl. No, like what's it called? He just like has been through so much and I admire his strength. Well, I'm proud of you. You were the first person that I ever heard. I'm not fetishizing the diabetes. No, 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 no. You were the first person that ever vocalized like the fear that we all had in sixth, seventh grade, where you found out that Nick Jonas had middle uh, diabetes and you didn't really know what that entailed. So you were like, oh my God, Nick Jonas is on the verge of death. He has five years to live. They better keep making sequels. Yeah. And obviously now we're adults. We know more, but uh, that was like children have the most out of pocket thoughts. I'd um, still be having out-of-pocket thoughts, so I can really... I mean, truly, you are the one and only Nicole Horn. That is kind of mm. your brand. Nah, critical thinking, what's that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, then Axel poaches the staff for two times the money. And is like, come on. And also, it's like, any campers can come over and test, plus a couple others. Uh, jump ship. Uh, meanwhile, uh, we find out that Dana is Axel Turner's mm. daughter, and Nate is super awkward in all the conversations with Dana. It's like... Is this normal? Like, I feel like I've never encountered someone who, like, is so... Like, he was, like, negging like a robot would neg. Aw. See, what I was getting is that Nick Jonas's character, Nate... Oh, my God, they really were not creative with those names. That Nate has never had to really struggle when it comes to girls. He's been able to use his rock star status to get anyone. So the fact that he's meeting somebody that he really likes, he doesn't realize that he has problems being vulnerable and opening up because like, this is the first time in his life that he's at risk of being rejected. Like just because he's a, what's it called? A rock star. Like she's the daughter of a very famous executive. Like they're on a very equal playing field. So yeah. it's he not like a power imbalance. rejected. Period. Oh my goodness. Not the Zoe one on one callback. Yes. You, we're you on cro- we're crossing networks right now. Yes. Thirty one uh, to thirty three. Hey, it's called bisexuality. You gotta cross the network. <laughs> Happy bread. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we also we see uh Denny, aka Mitchie, walk into the recording studio and Mitchie meets Luke and Luke is like, I'm Luke, aka giving you the fire. And it does like his vocal run and Mitchie's like, cool. And Tess is like, my mom said I could switch. And Mitchie's like, Tess, how dare you? Um, so we find out the next day that Brown is like, the good news is we lost very few campers. The bad news is we lost basically every one of our staff, besides Connie and myself. <laughs> uh, so then uh, the campers volunteer with this epic song, Camp Back Down, which is probably the number one song like when i think of uh camp rock 2 like despite the fact that i think wouldn't change the thing is so much better as a song camp back down is probably like the number one like you can visualize this movie 
so memorable. The we can't, we can't back down. It has a little dance that anyone yeah. can do. And, and Mitchie's so sad. Like Demi Lovato is like emoting. And then the rest of the song goes and they stop emoting throughout. But I mean, beginning- people are full on crumping. They're getting their emotion out through full crumping. Yes. Would you would you throw your ass to this song? I know that's like a metric that you've used in the Zillennial theme song bracket. I would definitely throw ass to We Can't Back Down. I was throwing ass to this when I was watching it on the subway coming because I downloaded this on Disney Plus on my phone just to rewatch today throughout the day. And on the train, I was like, oh, shit, I hope nobody on this train knows that I'm watching Camp Rock to the final jam. And yeah. I think by that ass shaking, they might have known. <laughs> they they would have known. They wouldn't assume it was like uh, Dua or something. They're like, no, we know it's Camp Back Down. Mm. Yeah, uh, no, uh, the song that I was dancing to in my shower yesterday was, uh, uh, actually it went all over the place. I was like jumping all over the soundtrack afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. we, took, we took a little Eddie, and then we went in the shower, and it hit, and I was like, oh, Camp Rock songs, let's go. <laughs> um, and then, so Jason is tasked with the, being a junior rocker, uh, and we get this like summer camp fun montage that then they splice in at the end in the final song. Um, but yeah, so we also get, uh, people don't know where they're going, but you would think if they've been campers all their lives, like Allison Stoner would know where her class is, right? <laughs> the thing about Allison Stoner is like, why isn't Caitlin teaching like a cool, funky producer class? Like why, right? even though she's a hip hop dancer in real life, we didn't use those skills in the first movie. Yeah. If Caitlin was going to be a dancer, let her be a dancer in the first movie. No, yeah. she should be doing MacBook Air DJ classes. She should be teaching everybody what's it what like to live in Bushwick and being a DJ. Yeah, she should be all on the garage band, mashing up songs, like teaching them how to produce beats. I agree with you 100%, but uh, Caitlin's a dance teacher here, and Peggy's a vocal coach. Poor Peggy. Like, you thought... If you were to tell me, like, put me back in the shoes of, I'm, like, thinking about where they can go in Camp Rock 2 as a middle schooler. I'm like, Peggy's going to get her moment. She's going to have an arc. Peggy was more invisible than Tess. Uh, poor Peggy. And she had a whole thing last movie about She's the trying to break out. Jam star. Damn. And why were we supposed to call her Margaret and now we're back to calling her Peggy? That's so disrespectful. I mean, to be fair, I don't think her name was mentioned once in this movie. She was just kind of there. Bruh, I'm like, it's, I'm struggling to think of Anna Maria Perez de Tagli's character's name. I just Here. know her as Bang's girl, who suddenly is really into fashion and glitter. Here. Let me find out. Uh, Jasmine Richards is Peggy, and Anna Maria Perez de Tagli is uh, Ella Pador. Ella! How could I forget about yes. sweet, sweet Ella and her bangs? Uh, oh my god. Arissa Cox is on the Wikipedia page, and I love it. So As she uh, should. She should be getting higher billing. Yeah. Jordan Francis is Barry and Roshan Fagan is Sander. Okay, good to know. Because uh, I did not remember uh, Jordan Francis's name. Uh, I know Asa La Vista by Roshan Fagan and uh, Jordan Francis because that's how it's listed on Spotify. But I couldn't remember the actor's name all of a sudden. No, same. Gun to my head. Tell my family I love them because I'm not coming <laughs> home for dinner. Yeah. Um, so uh, we, we see... Uh, we see Kevin in a birdhouse in this montage. Uh, we got to remember that Kevin loves birdhouses. Um, I know. What a callback. I know every single person watching Camp Rock 
as an eight-year-old remembered that callback unless they were if they were watching during the marathon weekend i guess they would remember true yeah um but nate is uh got his binoculars on he's pretending to be a lifeguard watching dana across the lake can we talk about this elevated piano situation like Uh, on this scaffolding that they put over the lake no it's so gorgeous camp star got the budget yeah clearly they got the budget camp rock barely has air conditioning in the cafeteria like they how don't are have they... air conditioning in the cabins which they do at camp star Ugh, camp star is truly giving luxury on a way nicole, nicole wouldn't even like hide it she would be at camp star i feel like i also like to chill and relax but i like luxury as well so it would be a you tough think choice they let you vape at camp star oh they definitely absolutely. would not at camp rock they would be like do you want mango or mint and i'd say poor Kenya lost those muchas gracias uh yeah el campo del estrella de la estrellas um yeah uh sorry joe del campo um and (laughs) dana uh dana's playing piano over there uh and then we get to see that mitchy is overextending herself here at camp rock uh and uh connie was knew that Mitchie was supposed to help her. Connie accidentally ordered 50 bags of beach balls instead of 50 cans of bean, big beans. Um, happens to me all the time. Yes, it's just called dyslexia, Connie. You can own it. No, it's, a, it's totally valid. Yes, and Connie's like, come on, pretty boy, help me to Shane. And Shane's like, wait, what? Um, I mean, if I, that's her bo- daughter's boyfriend. He should yeah. definitely be trying to impress her. If my boyfriend didn't try to impress my family, I'd kill him. Yes. Uh, do you, so count you your days, Shane... Joe Jonas. What? Count your days, Joe Jonas. How many How many meals do you think Joe Jonas has made in his life? Probably quite a few. I feel like Sophie Turner would not be married to somebody that wasn't like absolutely obsessed with her. And that's okay. more of a her thing do, rather do than a Do you think they thing. have a personal chef? Oh, they probably do, but I feel like he makes like sophie turner a slice of pizza in the oven when she's craving it for whatever reason i feel like joe jonas is like a paella guy like i feel like he has that one dish and in my head it's a paella and that's like the one thing that he cooks for sophie turner that's so random why would either of them be into a paella i don't know he just seems like the kind of guy if joe jonas is making paella sign me up i'll keep speaking spanish like our hashtag at the end is paella jonas (laughs) (laughs) that should be their next kid's name Paella. <laughs> it's a go- beautiful daughter, Paella. Ten pounds, three ounces. Nicole. <laughs> uh, this is why you got to get Nicole on the podcast because she just keeps you tee-hee-heeing. <laughs> we're giggling. We're giggling. Yeah. We're hee-heeing and ha ha. Nicole the funniest per- Like, ha- can- is there an unfunny Nicole out there? Because between you and Nicole Byer, I'm stunk. And Nicole Kidman. We're all hilarious. Heartbreak feels good on a podcast like this. <laughs> Damn, you said it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Nate pull, paddles to Camp Star in a canoe. He gets splashed by the wakeboarders that Rashawn Fagan and uh, um, what's his name again? Jordan Francis. Jordan <laughs> Francis, of course. Never they forget. Have, um, they like speed off, get him soaked, and then he's over at Camp Star. And Dana's like, I love to dance. I love to do these things. And Nick Jonas is like, I like canoeing. And then he's in the canoe hiding from Axel Turner. And he's like, why did I say that? I hate canoeing um he's so he doesn't know how to be himself he's such an ako taco oh, don't, don't say that <laughs> that's the most millennial thing you've ever said 
I feel like derogatory. Haley has a lot of Haley Strong has a lot of like ism, millennial isms that she'll say for the word awkward, like Aki Milwaukee, Ako Taco. I like Aki Milwaukee, but Ako Taco, I don't know. Something about it coming out of your mouth does not sit right with me. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's a he's a little awkward around her. Um oh and another intro that I thought for the podcast was something about Logbutt, because we go to the bonfire and Connie's like, oh my God, you finally calmed these junior rockers down to Jason. And he's like, yeah, I think they finally respect me. And then he stands up and he's Logbutt. And he's like, well, the worst, what's worse than being Logbutt is being sat on by Logbutt. And I'm like, Kevin, that's child abuse. I feel like you didn't really explain what Logbutt okay, was. Okay, do you want to explain it? Yeah. So, the, so he's talking to his counselor friend, says, I really earned the respect of my junior campers. He stands up, and then they glued his ass to the log. That's so rude and disrespectful of them. Also, how does the glue dry that quick? But also, like, how does the log not fall? I feel like the log is heavier than the pants, and it will just rip his pants. No, it's that ass. And then he's going to be there with his little ninnies hanging out. Like, that's not good. (laughs) The ninnies. (laughs) I did not expect to hear the word ninnies in 2022. (laughs) but you know what i mean right yeah i know exactly what <laughs> nicole just dropped the word ninnies on a podcast <laughs> but like if you guys know i'm crying me too. I'm just gonna tweet the word ninnies tomorrow <laughs> and then if people will respond with if you know you know Ya tu sabes. Ya tu sabes. You already know. Uh, um, meanwhile, uh, Axel and Tess and Luke are spying. Um, imagine if they were spying and his minis came out. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a lot creepier. Um, yeah, so uh, Tess, Tess says that they're catching lightning bugs and... Um, Axel with the most on the nose reference ever. He's like, oh, this is Lord of the Flies. I'm like, okay. You're so cool. Why um, are they so rude and nosy? They have all of this money and they clearly are delivering high quality performances. Why do they feel the need to stalk Camp Rock? Like, what do they have to gain from that? Yeah. They, they like, they at least it establishes that they're threatened at least, I guess. Yeah, that's but this valid. is even before the like final jam sort of showdown that they put on. They they like this decide to do right. So you never know. Uh, never know. Uh, Mitchie is inspired also to like. Uh, there's a conversation going around about like, what if we had a battle? And Mitchie is like, okay, let's go. So they they do that. You've seen all of Survivor, right? You remember Survivor Nicaragua when the young tribe is like, who, <sighs> ha, who. Hot LaFleur. It was That's giving that, that. It was giving like the Camp Rock. Camp Rock. Like I was Thinking like, damn, like, I'm scared. Like imagine you saw that, I'd be like, oh, I'm scared. Yeah. They, but it was giving it was giving summer camp. I will say like the it was believable they were summer campers and like Yeah. It was giving like, color teenagers. wars. Yeah. Not um, color wars. Yeah. Uh so Camp Rock. Uh, they do the march and then they sing it's on and the choreo in this like with the bleachers and everything and then later just not to skip ahead too much but at the end when the junior rockers spy with kevin uh they're like oh they have a stage i'm like 
no shit they have a stage haven't you seen it like twice already yeah weren't you, you there the don't yeah. you remember camp rock like <laughs> stopping and doing like a broadway what are they, a step stop team? literally they were it was giving step team um, it was giving gentrified step team <laughs> i wasn't gonna say it but i was like this is the whitest step team ever <laughs> and is it like i mean Demi? Latina, yeah. sorry. Lennox. Yes. Um, but besides Demi, I feel like everyone else is like the whitest person around. Oh, uh, Rashawn Fagan and Jordan Francis are there. This See, is I why love... they couldn't get rid of Lola because like Lola was one of the few people of color at Camp Rock. I know. What the hell? Yeah. But uh... they whitewashed Camp Rock. <laughs> yeah. The whitewashing. Uh... Well, summer camp is kind of a white people thing. Like for the like, there are camps that are more diverse, but just I feel like uh, the camp that I worked on at was very much uh, rich white people. Damn. Sorry uh, for that. You had to experience that. Oh uh, yeah, it was weird. I was like, this is fun. Uh, yeah. The, someone dropped some racist stuff on the first day. I was like, oh no, I don't think this is gonna be a fun summer. Oh um, no. I survived. Oh, bummer. Not a oh, bummer. <laughs> like that. Uh, so, yeah. So then we go. Uh, Axel is he he also agrees with uh, Mitchie and is like, let's put this on TV. And Mitchie's like, whoa, hold the phone, hold the phone. And they're like scared, Mitchie. And Mitchie's like, you know what? Fine, do it. But then she um, she uh, Kevin, besides Kevin saying that he wants to highlight the junior rockers, that's his one condition. Uh, Brown and Connie have this conversation in the counselor's cabin or like the, the office uh, and Mitchie overhears and Brown's just like listen I know her intentions were good but Mitchie put us in a really bad situation here but it also is not just Mitchie yeah it might have been her idea but the whole camp went to the other side of the lake yeah who put Mitchie in charge like don't we have like international rock stars here like that we can put the blame on like damn this is the effects of misogyny right here Exactly. Like, this um, was Mitchie's idea? Like, didn't she not get, like, tricked by Mr. Axel? Like, this was definitely his idea the whole time. Because how was he able to arrange getting his silly little band on TV that quick? Let Riddle me that! Riddle, riddle me this me whole this. situation. It's sus, and there's conspiracy. I have the, cr- the music. Do, 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 playing in my head, because this is conspiracy. Not that, not that. <laughs> Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy, get the hell out of my podcast. Um, but yeah, no. So, uh, yeah, it's wild that I mean, he has connections. They were former rockers. You would think the Brown Wet Crows, my favorite more, band. Do you think Brown could put uh more funding behind it, or no? Like he doesn't. He's like living off like the last of his like establishment. I mean, are the Wet Crows really selling records? With that name like that, I would be blacklisted. Do you think his parents were mean to call him Brown? Yeah, Brown's the color of shit, so he's actually <laughs> shit. I won't lie, Brown and Connie, I kind of shipped him. He's married. I forgot that Mitchie has a dad in the picture. But if they make out a little bit, I won't tell. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me about Connie's allegiances. Um, <laughs> about Connie's yeah. literal marriage, about her sacrament. Marriage. They're uh, married. They're literally married. Marriage. Um, anyway, so Mitchie is determined. 
she becomes a no fun uh person she's very like on top of it because she doesn't want to disappoint brown and her mom um and she's like super overextending herself uh and because she doesn't want camp rock to shut down uh so she's gonna be a hard ash and shane is kind of annoyed and shane's like nate don't get cuffed basically I know, like, what the heck? Like, why are you, like, saying that girlfriends are a bad idea? Like, girlfriends around the world, like myself, are, like, literally shaking and crying right now. That you're so anti-girlfriend. Don't anti get your ninnies in a bunch, Nicole. Yeah, my ninnies are in my shirt, girly. Don't worry. <laughs> They're bunched uh, up. They're bunched up. <laughs> I still can't believe you dropped ninny on a podcast. Bruh, bruh. Yeah. I love but... 1904. It's my favorite year. 1904. You had to be there. Uh, so, uh, Caitlin, uh, Caitlin and Sander are annoyed by the lack of fun. And Shane is like, you know what? Let's have a water fight, a water balloon fight. How um, dare you have a water fight? We're supposed to be focusing on the final jam. Yeah, we have to focus. Um, I'm just, now I'm worried. Is like Ninny a swear or a slur? No, no. I thought like Ninnies were like little bits. No, I do. I, that's what I thought so too. But I'm like. I don't know. I haven't heard this word so long. And I'm like, if it's 1904, you never know. But You never know. No, 1904 was just a year that I was thinking about recently. Yeah. I was thinking about, you know, 12th grade, 1904, one of the best years for me. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, getting ready for the Sadie Hawkins dance. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I asked uh, uh, Edwin, Edwin to go with me. Edwin. Love it. Edwin um, Latimer Jones. Edwin Latimer Jones. Uh, that that's like our mascot after like no our mascot's name on the Brazilian dragon his name is Rio but if we ever got a second mascot Edwin Latimer Jones and he would be old as shit yeah um but Mitchie is peeved with Shane she's like you had a water balloon not only without me but undermining my authority yeah you can't let a girl boss live like this she needs to be with a team that's supporting her 24-7, not with a boy like Shane Gray. Yeah. I mean, Are you a water balloon, water gun fight person? Or the only was that, like, bad, too hetero for you? No, I liked a water balloon moment. It just sucked, like, picking up all of the, like, balloon pieces afterwards. It was, like, oh, very yeah. bad for the environment. Like, I didn't have a dog until after I moved out. But, like, imagining having a water balloon fight and then cleaning up for Chico, like, I would be way too paranoid. That's why I think you got to stick with the water guns because then water you don't, gun. I love a good water balloon fight. Like, come on, uh, uh, field day exercises. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, I, I love, I love water balloons. Um, so, uh, yeah. So Mitchie and Shane argue and Shane's like, well, I brought you a moonlight picnic. And she's like, no, you're undermining my authority. basically. <sighs> and then they get emotional. Shane storms off. He goes, picks up his guitar and we get the banger of the movie. If I do say so myself. It's like fire and rain. Fire and rain. You could drive me insane. Drive me insane. Adele got nothing on these two when she's talking about fire and water. No, period. You said it. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm going to lie. Like, I don't know what the history, like, how they're at. I don't want to cause any more pain for either of them between Demi and Joe. But Demi and Joe have great voices that go really well together. And if they ever decided to make music again, I would never complain. No, this is literally one of the most beautiful, most beautifully sung yeah. songs. And later in the movie, when everyone's rallying around them saying they're the best singers, like, no shit. 
Like okay. even though Peggy won the award, This Is Me was by far the best performance from last movie. Yeah, so have you get seen with the, the program of the vocal swap where it's a uh, uh, Demi's vocals is sung by a guy and then uh, Joe's vocals is sung by a woman who has Demi's vocal range? Well, I uh, would like to hear it. It's it was I I need to find the TikTok. Um, but it was so good. Uh, like Joe and Demi put out so many great Disney Channel songs. Like between Send It On, On and On, they were there. Um, let me tell my dad that I'm in the middle of a podcast because um, he's trying to call me. Mm. Uh, but anyways, uh, like they also did uh, that Christmas song that then was covered on Good Luck Charlie. Um, I didn't see that episode. But you you don't know the Christmas song? No. I think this is, I'll send it to you after. It's uh, uh, a song for you. Uh, Joe and Demi. Let me find that. I'll put it in our chat later. Uh, it's so good. They also did the the you know the water song when they did Disney Channel Disney Nature Oceans. Uh, make a wave. Oh my goodness, no! But they were they sang that together. on American Idol, I think. Oh, wow, the yeah. days when American Idol was like the peak of pop culture. I miss it. I wish days would be that simple again. Yes. Yeah, so who was who was your favorite like underrated American Idol? Underrated American Idol, probably Melinda yeah. Doolittle. Literally, so uh, do you listen to NPR Pop Culture Happy Hour or no? Um, not every week. Okay, but you I'm know, not a it. virgin. <laughs> I don't listen to it every episode, but because you're not a virgin. Episode. No. Uh. Uh. <laughs> but uh, then uh, on uh, Camp Rock, uh, not Camp Rock. On the Amer- they had an American Idol episode where they were like, uh, I filled out the Google form. Melinda Doolittle was one of the three names I put in there for favorite American Idol contestants. Do you remember when she had the? The like those recaps on the on the voice. No, but this girl deserves a long, illustrious career. She slayed. She did slay. We love Melinda Doolittle in this house. And if you don't love Melinda Doolittle, you can turn off the podcast right now. We don't want your listenership for the rest. Well, you can follow me at behind the secret, but don't tweet at me. Yes. Um. Well, same. I am also at behind the secret because that's where I'm most funny. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, so uh, is this the song of the movie, or will we get to, to there at the end? Uh, I think this might be the song of the movie. I think it's this. Uh, this is the song of the movie. I think the most memorable song in the movie is probably Can't Back Down, but this yeah. is, like, the number one song in the movie. But we can have a top three by the end. How about that? That sounds good. I'm keeping, yeah. I'm ranking my, yeah. in my head right now. I'm counting the numbers. I'm doing the math. So they're singing. They look each other in the eyes. A different Jonas Brothers song. Um, and then Shane is inspired. So he wakes up everyone before dawn, uh, and, uh, they get their shit together. If you, if you believe that, uh, if he wanted to, he would. Yes. He wanted that kick by the ocean. So he was like, I got to get this done. (laughs) Um, so then do you think there's like a lot of like, uh, hookups at this camp or do you think it's very like music oriented? I mean, it's very music-oriented, but, like, teenagers be horny. Summer camps are, like, known for taking V-cards. Hey, why do you think Joe wants to be, or Shane wants to be alone with Mitchie so bad? Because he's trying to get that Camp Rocco-see. (laughs) The Camp Rocco-see. They put their whole Camp Rocco-see into into that song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they sing Heart and Soul next, which is... Nicole, they wanted their play my music. This was not a play my music. This was this was fine. I feel like this is 
kind of if you mix sucker with cool like i feel like the joe bros are making this kind of music now at times they're like experimental i just but this like... was not a joe bro track from like no. back in the day they think that if they can mention a bunch of like old white dudes that were rock stars like bruce springsteen that that somehow gives them cred like no it like play a more interesting song like play my music was eons more entertaining than this and i thought that shit was boring back in the day so yeah i remember you you had a you had some hot takes that i disagreed with but you're validating your opinions Um, yeah it was a filler song in my opinion and this was a filler song yeah play my music is probably better on the radio than like watching it in the movie yeah because that's how all the songs that's how all jonas brothers songs are (laughs) not all jonas brothers songs i just feel like camp rock songs were just like thrown in there yeah yeah but this is like the whole point that like this feels different and like more in line with a non-musical sort of project um but yeah, so uh, then we go uh, to uh, a Dana and Nate scene where Dana's on Camp Rock territory, and Nate is so robotic. I I, I uh, sent you something earlier uh, about like the scene that like I was like, what is this? Why is he such a robot? Um, and he he's like, she's like, I only know that you like canoeing. He's like, well, I don't like canoeing. And I, I was like, wow, you're blowing this. No, he um, flopped. No wonder Adam Devine stole her away um from you it was easy yeah adam devine took her from camp start of magic camp (laughs) uh uh, but uh yeah so then we get uh you're my favorite song which is very much a filler song um i was surprised that camp rock had non-diegetic music uh which is for people that don't get it that's music that's not part of the story that's not sung that's like kind of like background music um but that's a shane and mitchy song uh they go on this date and it's montaged and then they have this window uh thing that nate is at and then joe shows up shane shows up and jason shows up and uh shane's like ignore what i said about girlfriends uh like did you ever play the jumpstart computer games as a kid no i did not no. i've there heard of them start computer game that was about a farm and this farm setup looked exactly like one of the games that's called Can You Help Me Find My Mommy, where it's like the baby <laughs> animals. You have to click on their their parent. It's like learning what animals are, which I guess is the point of the game. And it that's reminded so me cute. of that set. Um, yeah. Exactly. I almost like said something about uh, my plans to one day buy Jumpstart IP and make TV shows off of it. But <laughs> I'm going to cut this part out of the podcast so no one steals my ideas. Uh, <laughs> You're valid. Listen, we we trying to have money for Camp Star in the future, so uh, exactly. Gotta... How are both of your kids, all of your kids, gonna attend Camp Star? Yeah, exactly. Instead of poor loser Camp Rock. But yeah, so that's what that kind of reminded me of the Jumpstart uh, Farm game, uh, and we get Nate. Uh, well, so Jason is like Nate. You should sing your feelings instead of talking about. It. He's like, idea. Uh, so he sneaks into camp star and i will say i love this like directing and the editing of like he's like behind one one giant rock he pops his head up he goes down and then immediately he's at another one i thought that was very seamless of the Uh, yeah they did a good job yeah um and he's there and they're rehearsing on loop and axel is kind of an asshole uh tess and luke are arguing about how they're uh they're like taking too much space from each other um and dana has three minutes and Nate is like, okay, well, you have two minutes to listen to my song, so let's go. And he sings Introducing Me. And it's, uh, I love the line that's like, 
but you asked for this. This is what you wanted. Like, so mm-hmm. uh, if you don't like my flaws, then that's more on your fault. <laughs> like, no, not blaming ass. women. No. Oh, my God. That's how it always is, though. That's how it always is. Yeah. What would, I think what would, tr- uh, what's three things that, like, are quirks about Nicole that you would share on a first date in this style? Um, I stay biting my nails. Um... I put hot sauce on everything. So probably like something about a little bit of a sriracha or Frank's moment. Hmm. And what's Tabasco the third? if you're nasty. Yeah. And slow walkers literally make me want to throw myself into traffic. Like when people walk like they have nowhere to be. I'm like, how dare you be so selfish and inconsiderate? Um, you're not going to tell them that you uh, needed tetanus after stepping on a rat? Honestly... They should know that already. If they follow me on Twitter, they'd know that. Uh, let me find three things that uh, I uh, I have a podcast. That is something that I don't share on a first date. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I like reality TV. And... Okay. I didn't know that, actually. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Of anything. Oh, uh, I'm a big cottage cheese head. Cottage cheese head. That is, I don't think I know any cottage cheese heads, but I'm glad you're the first because that sounds I, lovely. I love a good cottage cheese, and I I revealed that I enjoy cottage cheese and uh, putting like a little bit of honey in it or like protein powder or sometimes even peanut butter. That sounds so valid. I want to shove that right down my throat right now. Okay, thank you. I got judged for liking cottage cheese and peanut butter. Who would judge you for that? That sounds fabulous. Okay. Uh, another co-host of mine that talks about camp things. <laughs> uh, I'll kick their ass. Not, no, we love Autumn, but you can also like bully them until uh, bully Autumn until she uh, agrees with me. I'm kidding. Until she, until she gets the. We the love truth. you, Autumn. We stand. We're just causing fights for no reason. I um, need enemies when I get bored. That's like what Gen Z is: starting fights for no reason. Period. Um. So Dana is late, and Axel is not thrilled. Um, and then Jason bonds with Junior Rockers. He's hearing this scary story. He's like, lights on, please. Um, and then he, like, leads them on this mission. And I want to know where in the Camp Rock budget did, uh, sneak around hats with the plants on them come? That was my first thought. I was like, damn, they got a good budget for this scene. So they do the classic little sneaking into the other camp to go spying yeah. type moment. And they're wearing hats with, like, little grass on their heads. I was like, oh, my goodness. Did Ella make this as part of the costumes? <laughs> Ella, our fashion queen, she got to go on uh, Make It Work. You got to get her. I know. She would definitely be saying way harsher things than me, for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, we get uh, them, the junior rockers, they find out that they have a stage, that Tess and Luke are singing a duet. Um, that they have tension. <gasps> da, da, da. Yeah, and then they they uh, share this intel with Mitchie, and Mitchie's like, "So do we do a duet, Shane?" And they're like, "You got to. You're the best singers." And Nicole's like, "Period." Um, do you think Joe's a better singer than Nick? I do want to ask that. I think yes, but not by a lot. I have you seen the TikToks of that uh, that guy who like just does Nick Jonas impressions? No, uh, but, but like the way they dress. make fun of them. You dress. Oh, my. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, so that's so why I give it adorkable. to Joe. Not adorkable. Please stop being a millennial before I leave the stream yard. 
um, but then so um, I've been hanging out with Naomi too much. Okay, <laughs> not to drag Naomi. <laughs> she 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 does not say that stuff. I'm just feeling feisty and starting fights with people because that's the G- Gen Z love language. Um, so Axel. Um, oh, so no. So Mitchy goes down to be like, "Hey, Trevor, what's up?" I'm like, "This man's name is Trevor." The bonus Jonas had a name this movie. <laughs> but you could have told me when you dropped that his name was Trevor in the beginning of the movie. I was you were like amused. I was like, "Damn, I didn't, didn't write this down." Yeah, but uh, uh, he shows his video camera. Did you have one of those video cameras? Because my brother definitely we had one in our family that my mm-hmm. brother used a lot. And yeah. I used to make like iCarly parody videos on it. Oh my god, I Nicole. I basically. Do you have any of those, or are they all no, on, on your like all... secret YouTube channel that you won't let anyone know the name of? No, they're all the scripts are on my mom's computer that's in the yeah. basement somewhere. I will. I will uh, always be thankful that you shared one of your early Nicole videos with me uh, that included Bianca Del Rio, and that's it all. It was horrifying. <laughs> Um, you were so happy, and it was so so pure. Who um, knew that things would get so bad immediately after that? Yeah, you're like, oh, I get why Bianco Del Rio is a mean person because yeah. life sucks. <laughs> She's got to deal with shitty fans like me. <laughs> um, then uh, Mitchie's inspired uh, to redo the song in the production, um, and we go to Camp Star for the final jam. Uh, Axel tells uh, Brown that. If you need a job next summer, I got you, um, basically, and trying to rub it in. And uh, Brown's like, well, I won't need a job next summer. I'll have Camp Rock. We also see that Tess and Luke have some tension. And we got to talk about Georgina Farlow. Uh, Nicole, go off. So we're here at the Camp Wars on Hits TV, kind of similar to Global TV Canada. I mean, basically the same thing. Um, and Arissa Cox playing Georgina is hosting the whole thing. She's apparently like besties with Axel Turner, which is giving rigor Morris. So, um, that's not very good. She introduces to the camera. She's like, this is like the camp war of all wars. Like, except people are not going to die in the literal sense. They're going to like die, like have an ego death if they lose. So, uh, I found out today that big brother Canada has been renewed for season 11 and all i'm asking is for a camp rock theme make that house like partner with disney channel you can then put big brother canada on disney plus <laughs> like that's about that's my... damn time or at least the summer camp vibes and then uh i would just love for arissa to be like listen uh would you change a thing <sighs> Would you this change is the so, thing? so ambitious like as if demi has any say in any of this yeah, it would be like the Jonas Brothers. No, we're asking somebody who's like a third top build person. It would be like Jed. You use the veto on Beth. Would you change a thing? <laughs> Never. I wouldn't change a single thing. Yes. Um, but then, so uh, Arissa uh, steers the vote to Camp Star. Just basically in her in her announcements, she's like saying, "Oh yeah, so uh, Camp Star." She's like very much flexing. The campstar accolades, like the records, the the money behind it, Axel Turner and like his prestige. We find out that uh, Campstar has automated text messages for everyone to vote for te- uh, Campstar in the area. Like it, this is a whole production that is like, as your girl Alyssa Edwards would say, rigamorous. 
and then I would say, who's Morris? How did he come up with a system to text and tweet every single person yeah, was in the Twitter West? Around? I mean, I guess Twitter was around in 2011. In 2010, yeah, I've had a Twitter since 2009. But, like, Jesus Christ, like, we're really using these buzzwords and, like, not caring about their meaning at all. Yeah. Can you imagine in, like, the alternate universe, in the multiverse, where Twitter did not take off like it has? Like, that this being a reference, and we'd be like, What? What do you mean by tweet? Like birds in the sky? Like they don't have access to computers. They For the can't listeners, vote. I just have to point out that Nicole has gone full of Kiva right now and I'm living. She is upside down in bed. <laughs> I've been really enjoying the new season of Stranger Things. So I decided to do my own upside down. To be honest, my knee has been hurting. So no, I've been no just like trying to get I just comfortable. I pointing it out that like how far we've come. We're Nicole is like bullying Akiva but doing the same shenanigans that he'll pull. I mean, there's something great about being horizontal. Like you just gotta try it. <laughs> that's what that's what Cake by the Ocean's about, right? <laughs> no, sometimes I'm at a 90 degree angle. Happy <laughs> 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 Camp Rock Podcast, everyone. Camp Rock Two. We rock. We rock on the sequel. Everyone's been. Waiting I would not for. change a thing of this podcast. <laughs> hilarious. Uh, no, not the ninnies. Uh, <laughs> not the ninnies. <laughs> um, that should be a drag queen name, not the ninnies. Not the ninnies. Um, what's the best drag queen? Think about this for the end of the podcast. A Camp Rock inspired drag name. Okay. Um, so then Arissa introduces Camp Star. They sing "Tear It Down." Um, mm-hmm. what do you think of the song? I like this song. Like, call me a hater, but like, this was leaps and miles more entertaining than whatever the hell Camp Rock came up with. I will say, when I first saw this song rewatching the movie last night, I was like, oh, how does Camp not, Rock not win if they're going to put out something? And then I watched Camp Rock, I was like, oh, both these songs suck. They really did not, they phoned it in for the last performance. Like, these songs were fun, they're fine, but they're not like showstoppers. Well, this is better than. Oh, for sure. Yeah the other one um, but by like so much more yeah but, like if this song is a five then the other song is a Kim two Rock had no business winning this yeah no and especially like they're not texting every single person in the western hemisphere like step your pussy up <laughs> exactly um there's no there's no voguing there's no cow in this song uh uh then we get uh uh yeah so we get arissa telling brown that Axel bought the show, basically. And Brown's like, oh, we're still going to put on an awesome performance. Uh, sorry, Georgina, not Arissa. We have to stay in character. Um, and the campers start getting texts to vote for Camp Star, and they're stressed out. Uh, Dana and Nate flirt, and Dana stands up to Axel being like, who cares? Have some fun sometime. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why she married Adam Devine, because he's nothing but fun. Yeah, like... Nick Jonas was too busy with Priyanka. Yeah. She made a good second choice. Yep. Um, and then they sing this song, What We Came Here For, uh, which is like cute. It's like folksy and vibey, but if their whole emphasis is to teach them how to rock, like they don't want, what is this, Woodstock? Why are they singing folk songs? No, the worst part about this whole movie is that every time they'd be like, time to rock they'd start playing, like, acoustic chords. Yeah. Like, sorry, that's not my vision of rocking. Just because you mentioned Nick Jagger and Bruce Springsteen every other sentence does not mean 
that I'm experiencing a general vibe of rock. Like, actually, like, rock me. Like, play some drums. Yes, I I agree 100%. But they sing the song, and we get this summer camp montage from the video. And it's like, did Trevor really have all that footage? That's what I want to know. (laughs) I doubt it. I feel like he couldn't have been that. He did not have the coverage for this, this slideshow. Yeah, Camp Rock is not about filming the band. It's about being the band. So yeah. who knows? And we find out Camp Star wins. Tess is kind of sad. She, like, pats Mitch, uh, Mitchie on the arm. I'm like, Tess, that is the weakest pat, and I doubt Mitchie wants to talk to you right now. Yeah, no, I would need, like, some time. Nicole would dropkick her. To think about what I did, I would need some time. Yeah. Um, and Camp Rock is sad. Uh, they go back to the to Camp Rock. Shane and Mitchie have a moment. Um... And then they all go down to the campfire and saying, this is our song where our camp star people say that they want to transfer and celebrate with them. Tess is one of them who wants to transfer because it's much more fun. And uh, yeah. And then we get this like weird drizzle and I couldn't tell. I feel like that's a production choice, not an intentional, like there's yeah. actual rain there, but that was, that threw me out of the moment. But See? otherwise I really like this is our song. Like, na 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 na. It's a hey. good song, but the thing about the end of the movie is like, what the hell was the point? Like, yeah. they lost. But they like, lost. because they had fun, they won? Yeah, I guess like, maybe they're not going out of business because all these people want to come to Camp Rock because they're having fun next year, but I My joke's on you, Axel Turner. <laughs> well, we Loser. never saw Camp Rock 3, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's but a bad I did side. like the song. I think this was a nice closing number. It's no, we were like, I feel like a high school musical closing number would be like a very upbeat thing, but this was like a solemn, like kind of like it fit the mood. But um, it's like, I, I feel like it's a different choice than the general Disney Channel upbeat, like party song. Yeah, but it's a similar message, like all yeah. for one from high school musical, all of this together. Same, same messaging. Yeah. So, you know, it's the, yeah. the Disney classic. But that is the movie, Nicole. General thoughts on the plot. Um, there was more than the first movie, which was kind of impressive. Uh, but the bar was in hell. Um, I enjoyed, like, I enjoyed it on a rewatch more than I thought I would. I thought it was going to be really bad and atrocious. Um, I guess, like, as much as I complain about the other Jonas Brothers, I'm glad to see them more. Like, if they're going to be on the movie poster, at least I earned it this time. Um, yeah. I like the mu- the music integration was a little bit better, even though the songs were less iconic. Like, I definitely don't regret rewatching this. I think it was definitely a good it use of fun. my time. And I, I, I had fun. I always love watching a decom because it's just like an easy watch. Like, nothing's too serious. Like, yeah, we weren't talking about war except for camp wars, I guess. Yeah, color but wars. But no one died. No one died. No one that's, died. That's huge. Maybe someone's creativity died, though. But Aww. our dignity died when. Uh, the bonus Jonas appeared. Uh, my appetite died. My will exactly. to live died. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's... Uh, let, I have a few things that I want to discuss uh, before we like wrap up officially. So, uh, MVPs and LVPs for this movie. Oh, it's going to be so hard. Because like, I can't give it to Mitchie because she was so like aggro the whole time. Yeah. Like, I get it. You want to save the camp, but like don't you want to like make out with your rock star boyfriend from time to time? So that doesn't make Shane the winner either. Cause he was taking L's and getting ignored by his GF the whole movie. As maybe. Yeah. Maybe the winner of this movie is Brown because I his camp was saved. Yeah. The his only person saved. I really had in mind was Dana maybe because Dana like got to, she got a boy 
she got to have fun. Uh, she somehow got her dad's approval at the end, I guess. She had to hang out with her dad all summer, though. Like, I love yeah. my dad. But imagine getting told who you can and cannot see all summer. That would not be a vibe. But at the end of the movie, I think she wins. Yeah, like, that's yeah. true. I guess that's all that really matters. Yeah. I don't know. She, I think she's who I'm going to put MVP. Uh, LVP, do you have someone at the top of your hit list? Um, I feel like M. Dot had a really shitty attitude, so I was really not feeling yeah, that. Yeah, poor M. Like, I feel like M. Dot wasn't given oh, a lot to do in this movie. Oh, his name was Luke. Luke. Luke, yeah. But I think M. Dot deserved more to do in this movie, but he didn't, and he, like, did what he could, but, like, he was giving a shitty role. He was um, not a likable villain. At least, like, Axel was, like, yeah. cartoony villainy. Nicole, I want to circle back. Yes, Dana, like, for the plot, gets the MVP, but the MVP, of course, is Arissa Cox. Oh, my goodness. How are we so foolish? How are we so yeah. short-sighted? Yeah. Yeah. It's Shade like Kokraz holding her finger. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. didn't mean to vote yes. for no. Brown. Yeah. I literally uh, called him shit earlier. Yes. So maybe he's not the MVP. Arissa, I take back everything I said. Yeah. Um, you got... you. Yeah. Uh, and then LVP, I, I don't know, like, maybe Tess, like, Tess didn't really do anything to deserve the LVP. No, yeah. Trevor. Trevor. Yeah, Trevor, not giving. Yeah. Not giving. But the other junior campers were giving, even though I could see right through them for being plot devices. Yes, exactly. Um, and then top three favorite songs from this movie, like, if you have, or if you have a favorite, favorite number one above the rest, you can go there, but um fire and rain is number one i forgot what the real name of it is already so i think it wouldn't change a thing wouldn't change a thing i wouldn't change anything about that song i think it's fabulous yes um what other songs we got um i'm like on the wikipedia now but it's not giving me sounds i want to hear soundtrack camp jack camp rock to the final ambulance jam. sounds probably yeah i think that um Hmm, to arrest Frankie Jonas. This is our song is pretty good, and yeah. then it's on. I think those are the okay. classics. For me, I think I'm gonna put uh, wouldn't change a thing. Number one, introducing me has had a chokehold over my life for like ten years. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, so I have to put it at two, and then I think I'm gonna put Camp Back Down just because of how recognizable it is. But I like I like like our top five as a whole i think is a great playlist mm. like if you were to show five songs from this movie i think these are the ones you showcase i think that's valid i think those are yeah. the the ones i would add as well yeah maybe brand new day but yeah like that's like an intro but like do you really need what time yeah. is it for high school musical Two? like that's, i mean I that's think... a movie about summer yeah well i think what time is it could still be up there actually no high school musical 2 is straight bangers only so yeah no you're yeah for real yeah, if it was High School Musical 3, that definitely is at the top of the list. Um, mm, yeah, no yeah that's, that's budget. That's big budget. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I also want to ask you, uh, if we were to get a 2022 Camp Rock 3 series, sequel, whoever it is, what is your plot? What do you have in mind if they were in this era of nostalgia reboots? Wait, wouldn't it be so cute and adorable if Nick and dana got married or nate and dana and like they were running camp rock and there was like shenanigans with all the younger kids i think that would be cute yeah. see i don't know like a next generation would be i think it would be what fun i would like enjoy that. my thinking was 
if Mitchie's not involved, like it could be like maybe Shane and Mitchie are just friends now. Shane got married to Caitlyn. They're oh my camp god, rock. that would be crazy boots. Imagine. Like I feel like Shane She's, and Caitlyn have to run the camp. What a what? homie hopper. Okay, maybe they're not dating, but they are in business together running the camp. Like maybe I Shane's like Ma- Shane's like a washed up music star, but Mitchie went big and now she's on tour. And like Shane has been taking over for Brown. Um, so Connie still need... works there though. Like you can still get everyone without Mitchie. Um, like, Cause I just don't want to put a Demi in an environment that's not good for their mental health. That's valid. But like, we're really acting like a, uh... Connie's career isn't going to take off and that she's still going to be catering at the Camp Rock. Fine. Well, Connie can have a, you know, maybe Connie and Brown are an item in this movie. Come on. Can we let her husband have any mercy? I don't know. Or I feel like they could make a Camp Rock show, like kind of like the High School Musical Musical series show. Actually, season three of HSMTMTS is supposed to be at a camp and I was very mad that they weren't going to do Camp Rock as their musical. Oh the my god, frozen. it's right there. It's right there for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that that's like where we're at. Um, do you have any final thoughts on this movie? Do you want to wind things down? Um, I just think that this was such a lovely yeah. opportunity to go back and enjoy yeah. something. I think, yeah, DCOMs are so great. Um, They're just so fun to watch. Easy. Good for the summer. Yeah. Reminds this is a great like, summer kickoff podcast, I feel. Like, I makes me want to put on High School Musical as soon as we get off this call. Yes. Um, uh, Nicole, uh, we, got a, we got a whole fire to brimstone. Maddie G spoke on Twitter, said that this is the superior Camp Rock. Where, what do you think? Do you think Camp Rock 1 is better or Camp Rock 2 is better? I, it's really hard for me to make a judgment call on that. I think I can easily see where he's coming from. But it's like the nostalgia factor keeps me from putting the two equally on par, even though this movie has highs that would rank it probably just as high as Camp Rock for me. Like, let's say Camp Rock is a seven. This would be like a 6.9 just because it doesn't have that nostalgia. Yeah, I feel like for me, Camp Rock, the original, is the superior one just because I might be clouded by nostalgia. Um, how would you rate Camp Rock 2 on a scale of 1.5? Zero to five. Zero to five, I would give Camp Rock to a 2.9. Out of, out of five? Out of five, yeah. Wow. That's it's almost three stars to me. Because I, I feel like you gave Camp Rock the original a five, but I might be mistaken. I don't remember the Five out of five? I don't remember this. You might have. That's crazy if I give it five out of five. And I, I was making dinner while I was re listening to the podcast, and it was on one speed, so I don't process information as fast. No, as I don't speed. even give like things that i'm 100 percent confident in a five out of five so there's no way okay yeah well we gotta listen to the tape and we'll get back to you we'll listen to the tape i'll put it in post um i'll do a little felipe from the editing room Mm, Uh, yes uh nicole where can people keep up with the queen of tiktok one of my favorite people on the planet the funniest woman on twitter uh, you can find me at at Ninnies. No, 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 no. Uh, behind at, the sneaker. You should change your name to Nicole Ninnies Horn. Oh, not that Doctor Ninny Horn. Nicole, that should be my new nickname, Ninny. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, you can follow me at Behind the Secret anywhere. What's podcast. the secret? Um, that you don't even want to know. What What's the secret. Camp Rock secret? Um, that Connie is selling cupcakes behind the the amphitheater. Wink, wink. Do you think she spikes them? 
That's a Camp Nicole would go to. That's the horchata. And you know him as Thing. Guess that good horchata. Yeah. So, behind the secret on everything, and you're doing uh, some Top Chef podcasting. Yes. No. This is the... the Quick Fire Queens. Quick Fire Queens. It's the same people, so I get confused. Yeah, so I'm on Silent Podcast. We are talking about Top Chef. The finale just aired. Um, I was talking if you want to hear me talk some more crap i'm over there anywhere podcasts are sold yes and uh nicole can also be found on many of the brazilian dragon podcasts including our zillennial theme song bracket our clip shows she was in a couple times um scooby-doo and the samurai sword our big brother coverage nicole's been on quite a handful of podcasts and can't get rid of me like lydia okay lydia (laughs) (laughs) my my one of my favorite podcasts that we don't talk about enough is when Nicole came on the What You Doing podcast, and sometimes I'll just say, that's not right. That's not right at all. And then when <laughs> Nicole would say it, when she discovered the Phineas and Ferb uh, live action costumes. Um, I still have nightmares about those. What the hell? Yeah. We saw your your boy, Daddy Norm, in the last episode that he was there. So uh, I got to well, excuse another cartoon myself. Himbo. Oh, I'm horny. <laughs> Nicole horny. Period. Yes, uh, but yeah, in terms of the Brazilian Dragon content, you can catch up with the Pretty Little Liars podcast on Sundays on the Dragon Babies feed. Two can't keep a secret, but AJ and Jay definitely uh, spill everything they hear. Uh, were you a Pretty Little Liars gal, Nicole? I was. I feel like I was too young, but like I love the camp behind it. Okay. Uh, yeah, if, if you ever want to watch an episode, feel free to hit them up. They would love to mm-hmm. have you. We also got the Gravity Falls podcast, the Gravity Bros, on Tuesdays. Uh, with Alec and Lucas. I was on a recent episode as well. Uh, Plus, uh, today, when we're recording, I released a podcast uh, for Phineas and Ferb, Undercover Carl, and uh, Hip Hip Parade. And that podcast was much more tangents than plot, but we had so much fun uh, getting ready for Survivor Mango Chutney versus Blood versus Water over there. And on the Dragon Brazilian Dragon proper feed, you can hear my recent episode of the Naomi movies with Sarah Carradine and Naomi talking about Spirits of the Air, Fairmans of the Clouds. And uh, a recent podcast, uh, part one of a two-part podcast series, we picked something for Dr. Amanda to watch with her children. And then Dr. Amanda and I are going to recap it in a couple of weeks. Um, plus, other shenanigans happening around. Just stay tuned to my Twitter at WhatTheFleep for all updates on my end. Uh, Nicole, what is our hashtag for this podcast? Oh my goodness. I said so many stupid things. Hashtag ninnies in a bunch. <laughs> I love Hashtag it. Uh, cake by the ocean. Hashtag cake by the ocean. I love Hashtag, it. Hashtag, uh, what's the final one? Oh, uh, cupcakes. No. Connie I, is married. <laughs> uh, no, ninnies in a bunch. I think that's perfect. Ninnies in a bunch. That is N-I-N-N-I-E-S in a bunch. Probably is how you yes. feel it. And tweet at both of us. We want to hear what you think of this podcast. Uh, Nicole, do you have any summer camp plans? Are you camping or glamping this year? I don't have plans to glamp, but I'll definitely be on some man's boat somewhere at some point. Love that for you. It's a hot girl summer. Um, pop, um, you know I'm yeah. working on it. And now I'm already trying to figure out what I'm going to podcast with Nicole next because this was way too much fun. Yeah. Uh, and it's always a pleasure having you on the podcast, my friend. Uh, until next time, everyone, hashtag ninnies in a bunch. Goodbye, campers. Bye.
It's like he doesn't hear a word I say His mind is somewhere far away And I don't know how to get there It's like Are all he wants is to chill out Make me want to pour all my interrupted Like she doesn't, doesn't even care You We're face to face but we don't see eye to eye Don't see I 